welcome to this week's F1 Kids podcast with me, your host Daniel, and my dad Phil. Hello. Today's podcast is a review of the Portuguese Grand Prix. Correct, from Portimao. Yeah, really exciting track, really exciting race. Second year in a row we've had this track, so last year... It was kind of drafted in as a replacement uh-huh. for the for the difficult um, difficult calendar that we had, yeah. and then this year I'm not sure I can't remember to be honest if it was drafted in to replace something or if it was just decided that it should be kept. But because it's really exciting. It's a good track, isn't it? Lots of undulations. It looks really cool to drive yeah. as well. Um, certainly more interesting than some of the <laughs> uh, Herman Tilker tracks that we do visit. So I think I think everyone was excited and pleased to see yeah. Portimao back. Although this year. It's a lot earlier on in the year, so a lot mm-hmm. warmer. Um, I think it was wet last year, wasn't it, at the beginning? So, was it? Yeah, oh. it definitely was. Yeah, definitely was. Um, they, some of them started on inters. Oh. Um, so definitely it's like a really different race yeah. this year. Uh, and a different quality as well. Mm-hmm. Right, um, so quick word on qualifying. Um, uh, I think George Russell was the star of qualifying, almost making it into Q3. He was. So he came 11th, um, so one place away from Q3, which is an uh, excellent performance. We, we, I mean, we had a couple of standout performances the other yep. way as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo, not even making it into Q2. Yeah, I can't remember if anything specific happened there, but that was a real letdown. Interesting how so many commentators uh, and kind of armchair critics were saying that Daniel Ricciardo was going to absolutely smash Norris <laughs> this year. Um, hasn't quite worked out that way just nope. yet, has it? But we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it pans out. Just another word on qualifying, Danny, before we continue. Vettel. Seb Vettel in the top ten for the first yeah. time this oh, year. Oh, and Bottas getting the pole. Yeah, so that means, well, we'll talk about predictions later, but it means yep. we were both completely <laughs> wrong. Um, but that was good for Seb Vettel. Maybe he would be able to convert mm-hmm. that into a decent race, race yeah. finish. Well, we'll, we'll find out we'll over, find the, out over the next 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> right, so I'm going to start, I'm going to do my three stories. Straight into the three big stories. Yep, okay. so the first one was the really long safety car. Which was very unnecessary. Right. So you're talking about the safety car. So the safety car happened really... Was it even at the end of the very first lap? Uh, no, I think it was deployed when the car that was crashed out, Raikkonen, uh, was on the first corner gravel. Right, but but what I mean is that was at the end. Yeah. Just as the first lap finished. Yep. Well, you talk us through what happened. So, um, on the end of the first lap, Giovinazzi and... Um, Vikernan had a bit of a coming together, and Vikernan's front wing started flying off everywhere, and he That's was right, yeah. he drove off the straight on on the first corner and into the service road. So it looked like a bit of a brain fade moment for Raikkonen. Um, yep. Almost got him Ricardo then. For <laughs> Raikkonen, wasn't he? Just he literally ran into <laughs> Giovinazzi, didn't he? So Giovinazzi couldn't have been blamed. It looked like Giovinazzi might have picked up a, a puncture as well. So obviously he didn't. So he was pretty lucky to have to have not got that. It was quite a Quite a hefty smack on the mm-hmm. on the rear wheel, wasn't it? Yeah, so there was a safety car there for, I think it was six laps. It was six Very laps. Very unnecessary. Yeah, you you were adamant at the time, weren't you, that it should have been a virtual safety car? Yep, because he drove about a few metres away from the service road. That's not going to take six laps to push into the well, thing. Well, I think the safety car was more about the amount of debris on the circuit rather than... Mm. Raikkonen's car. Now I don't know. You might know this rule, but I don't. Is the virtual safety car, if that's deployed, are they allowed to go through the pit lane? 
Uh, no. So that's why it was a safety car then, because they yeah. had to go through the pit lane. So by the end of lap six, apparently they'd all done like four <laughs> pit stops or something, <laughs> haven't they? Because they then did a couple of laps without going through the pit lane, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. Which is when we were really getting cross, saying, yeah. get racing, get racing, get racing. Eventually, then, uh, when we did get racing, though. Well, there was one driver who wasn't really aware of the fact that the racing got underway again. Hamilton. <laughs> Do you know oh, what I mean? yeah. He got overtaken by Yeah, Verstappen? he got overtaken by Verstappen. Sorry, my head just went. Yeah, obviously this is a podcast so you can't see, but Daniel just <laughs> stared at me as if I was talking about a different different race completely. Okay, yeah, but Hamilton um, sort of had the jump. Um, Verstappen had the jump on Hamilton because uh, uh, Hamilton was trying to guess when Bottas was going to go. But he got it completely wrong. Yeah. Is, is, is I think, where, where, where I was it, going. It was about a million years too late. About a million years. Approximately a million years too late. Yeah. Okay. So that put Hamilton back in third, mm-hmm. which I think kind of segs us nicely into your next big story. So Hamilton, after being in third, um, I got a bit fed up, so he was going to go really hard racing. And... Uh, Verstappen made a bit of a mistake, and it's incredible how much faster with the DRS Mercedes are than Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, well, that's probably... well the it's, settings. Yeah, it's not likely to be just about engine power anymore, isn't it? Because we know that the Honda mm-hmm. is also a very powerful engine now, but it's probably to do with aero setup yeah. for the weekend. So probably um, uh, Red Bull more on corners and yeah. Mercedes on straight. But like you say, Verstappen had a bit of a a little bit of a moment yeah. didn't he? in turn 14, I think it was. And that, it just allowed Hamilton to get just a little bit closer, didn't it? And then mm-hmm. the closing speed was spectacular. Think, yeah. But it was still, I mean, Verstappen still came across uh-huh. the circuit quite a he lot. And Hamilton had to really aggressively turn yeah, right. I, I, I think he went onto the gravel a bit, so he lost some time there. Not quite the gravel, but it was like the yeah. dirty part of the track. But it was... Um, it was a good overtake, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, what else? Because this is a big story. Well, Hamilton overtakes. You said few, few laps later, he um, caught Bottas a bit off guard and um, sailed past him into the first corner. He did, but he went so he went round the outside mm-hmm. of Bottas after having gone round the inside of um, Verstappen. I think Bottas was um, trying to. Um, uh, make it harder for Hamilton to get the overtake done. Well, he, he probably assumed he'd want to take the inside and um, kind of went that way himself. So Bottas had you know, started started on pole, Moved down was second. leading the race down to uh, second at that point, yeah. Well, um, so then the pit stops happened. So um, Verstappen went first, Bottas came in second, lost out to Verstappen. He did. Well, he had, didn't have a really bad stop, he did he? But he was, bit was of a moment. three and a bit seconds, his stop. So a li- like a second longer than they'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. And as you say, yeah, he did have a moment, didn't yeah. he? Which allowed Verstappen to get alongside and then uh, quite a spectacular overtake in the end. And uh, what I thought was spectacular about Hamilton again is when he pitted, he still managed to overtake Perez, who hadn't pitted yet. Just Correct. shows how fast Hamilton was. He was, yeah. He was really, he was really on it, wasn't it? Hence... Why your second big story was the Hamilton overtakes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of on track, uh, a lot of on track passing for Hamilton this weekend. Then towards the end of the race, my third story, the fastest lap battle. So, so just to pick up on that, see, towards the end of the race. So actually, 
the race did become a little bit static at, uh, towards the end, mm-hmm. didn't it? There was a lot going on around the stops, a lot going on in the midfield, um, a lot of position changes. But up front, it all went a bit static. Didn't yeah, it? until yeah, until um, was it Perez who came in? It was onto Perez. the soft to try for the fastest lap, which uh, made Bottas pit. Then Verstappen. So they pit. did it in reverse order. So the first yeah. one was fourth, then third, then second. So they all went. For and the actually, f- they all got the fastest lap. Yeah, but all in a different order. I think Hamilton also asked if he could pit as well, which was too late as it he was, was on the fast yeah. final lap. So when Verstappen got the fastest lap, it was taken away from him for track limits. But he didn't even find that out until. Uh, after the race, yeah. he, he found it out during one of his media interviews. So that's a, a nice, uh, a nice moment for everyone mm-hmm. to savor. About track limits, Yuki Tsunoda, third race in a row, been um, uh, getting in trouble for track limits. Not the best at staying on the track. Well spotted, he did actually, didn't he? Yeah, yeah almost getting penalties. Mm. Yeah, Red Bull were quite upset about the whole track limits thing this yeah. weekend. Uh, Verstappen lost out in qualifying as well. What do you think about track limits? I think that um, I think it's a little bit too complicated. Sometimes mm-hmm. some corners they're allowed to run off, and other corners they're absolutely not allowed to run off. Yeah, it just gets really confusing. Yeah, I th- for me it would just be easier to say you can't do it anywhere. Or uh, unless you're if you're going to if it's on a corner where you can gain an advantage, I think that's what they already do. Yeah, anyway. that, but that's exactly <laughs> what they already do. Yeah, it is what they already do. I mean, I think it's MotoGP. They use um, some technology which registers if a bike has gone over the white line where there's track limits in place and then they get a penalty automatically. So maybe Formula 1 could do something similar to that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so moving on to the finishing order now. Yep. Uh, Hamilton won. Verstappen came second. Bottas came third with that fastest lap. Perez fourth. Norris came fifth. Good races for Norris. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a quiet one, this for Norris, but mm-hmm. still, you know, that's best of the rest, which is probably, you know, the best he can hope. Sixth was the clear. Quite an improvement for Ferrari after season, last yeah. year. Ocon was uh, next. Then Alonso. Ninth, Ricardo. Tenth, Gasly. Ricardo making a good comeback. Yeah, so he, uh, yeah, he made um, great progress during the race, actually. Um I think he made up about six or seven places, didn't he? Yeah, so... Well, now, in fact, why don't you tell us about your heroes and zeros? My hero now? was Ricardo for making up all those places, qualifying 16th. That was it, 16th in qualifying and finishing in 9th, so seven places gained. Oof, that's pretty good driving. Yep. And then my hero team was Alpine, double points finish for them. First double points finish for Alpine, and that was the first points finish for Alonso nice. uh, this season. So he's back, he's back in the points. Yeah, and Ocon, Ocon dealing with the Alonso um, teammate situation <laughs> pretty well, I think. he's Ocon's really been performing well this season so far, so that's great. At my zero is Vikernan, the only person to not finish the race, and he didn't, he hardly even completed a lap. Yeah, I can't argue with that really, Raikkonen. Terrible didn't race. do himself any favours, did he, in this race? <laughs> no. Um, I'll tell you also who, if it was up to me, I'd consider as one of the zeros would be um, George Russell. Oh, yeah. He, he um, really lost out after a really promising qualifying Strong, position. strong qualifying. He just fell back down the order. 16th he finished. 
So that brings me on to my zero team, yeah. Williams, just having pretty bad race at, 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 at drivers dropping down across the order. So we even had the Haas of Mick yeah. Schumacher finishing ahead of Latifi. So that's great for mm-hmm. Mick, um, but pretty poor for, for Williams. TV. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, just a final word on the race. Did How many times did Mazza spin, spin this race? None. None. That, that's pretty wow. good. That's pretty good going. So massive improvement there for the yeah. uh, for the Russian driver. Let's keep a keen eye on that mm-hmm. for the next race. And um, so the points now. Yes. So in the drivers' championship, Hamilton is on sixty nine points in the lead. Which Dappen's on sixty one. Norris is on thirty seven. Holding on to third Ahead place. of Bottas on thirty two. Leclerc's on twenty eight. Perez is on twenty two. Not very good for a Red Bull driver. No. No. Then Ricardo's on 16, Sainz is on 14, Ocon's on 8, and Gasly's on 7. So that's your top 10. A few okay. more people do have points, but not yeah, many. But yeah, we, we only stick to the top 10 then, mm-hmm. certainly. And Mercedes already on 101 points. Okay. Um, Red Bull on 83, McLaren on 53, Ferrari on 42, Alpine on 13, Alfa Tauri on 9, Al- uh, Aston Martin 5, Alfa Romeo, Williams and Haas all on zero. Mm, and they are in that order in the championship as well. So, okay. Predictions now. <sighs> I don't really want to talk about this, to be honest. <laughs> right, so I went for two kilos of ham. And you I went, went for, for Verstappen, Verstappen. So uh, we were both incredibly wrong on the qualifying predictions. Yep. And I was incredibly right on the race prediction. You were, and I obviously was not. So four one to me. Yeah, one point for you, zero for me. As you said, it's four one. So I'm not really sure how I'm going to pull this back, given that you pretty much always just say Hamilton, Hamilton, (laughs) and you um, quite often just get one point at least every week. Well, I'm trying to do something a bit different. So Spain is next. So that's not great news, is it? Because it is one of the worst races of the year. So whoever gets pole is likely to win. Yes. So who do you think? Who do you think? Well, I'm going to say Verstappen. got to go for Verstappen now because whoever gets pole is definitely going to win. I'm going to say Verstappen on pole and then there's going to be some <laughs> gearbox or engine trouble for Verstappen. <laughs> so Hamilton's going to win. Well, I, I, I'm going to be boring again, but as Hamilton is probably the king of Spain, even though a few years ago he crashed out with his teammate, um, I'm still going to go ham-ham. Because right. at least I will, um, if, if if Hamilton wins the race, we both get a point. If Hamilton does both, I get two points. <laughs> yeah. One day you're going to have to pick someone other than Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, but if it's a race someone else uh, is the best at, then yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll so, see. so we've only got a few days to wait for that mm-hmm. one. So that's good. And we'll hopefully get that one out of the way nice and quickly, and then we can move onwards with the rest of the rest of the season onto better yeah, races. So that's bringing us to the end of the podcast. And before before we finish, I need to mention that don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel yep. and submit any questions on via Twitter or in the comments. The comments on YouTube, that is. Yeah. yeah. So Good stuff. Bye from me. And it's bye from me.